This is the Drive-In Podcast. Take one. Bada bing, bada boom. Welcome to the 94th episode of the Drive-In Podcast. On today's episode, we have the checkup with yours truly, Dr. O. And we have our trailer roundup featuring the new trailer for Disney Pixar's Lightyear. So use the bathroom now, grab that popcorn, and enjoy the 94th episode of the Drive-In Podcast. Howdy Duty, episode 94 of the Drive-In Podcast has arrived. This is Dr. O on the horn. So 94, shout out Charles Haley, linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, As always, I'm joined by my co-host and best friend, Ricky Flix. Ricky Flix, are you prepared to talk some movie news this evening? We have a pretty good checkup. Trailer roundup combined here. I think there's a couple big ones. There's some smaller ones that are kind of not that are uh, more headline grabs. But at the end of the day, like the show, the checkup, Dr. O, like this is what we're about here. And I love talking news. And yeah, no, I'm ready to go. Um, we are going to get to the checkup and the top stories in a minute. But I did want to take a second to um, discuss what's happening with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because – Obviously, these are two like names that have been almost disgraced in Hollywood for the past year, two years. Uh, there's like obvious, obviously abuse allegations on both sides, but it's really looking like Johnny Depp's coming out of this uh, defamation suit um, in a more positive light than Amber Heard. And that's like to say the least. I feel like once you have like Amber Heard stories of like in pictures of like crap on the bed, I feel like it's over for her. And it makes you concerned for the future of the DC universe with like her appearing in as Mira in Aquaman two. And then Ezra Miller, what's going on with him and the flash. Uh, but I did want to say, I'm not into like watching these type of trials on TV. Although I was kind of looking to take a nap uh, this afternoon. So I put it on YouTube and it was going through live updates and it was taking you as like live look-ins to the trial. And I did notice something or hear something that really caught my ear. This guy was testifying, right? I think on behalf of Johnny Depp. And I woke up in the middle of my nap to him talking about a, like a piece of Johnny Depp's finger that was sliced off. <laughs> During a, like an argument and he, this guy like Johnny Depp had to go to the hospital and then this guy had to go find his uh, Johnny Depp's finger. He had to freeze it. And he said like there was like bottle shattered everywhere, like porcelain, like shattered ping pong tables that were broken in half bars that were messed up within the house. I just couldn't believe I like I thought the worst thing was going to be like the crap incident. All right. With the poop on the bed. But now I'm hearing people's fingers are getting chopped off. <laughs> I mean, this has got to be the ugliest like separation between two celebrities, maybe I don't even know since when, maybe of all time, this is ugly. This is the worst. 
like there's a lot of like big uh, headline grabs like Brad Pitt, Angelina, Batfleck, J Lo, Benefer, but then now they're back. Like there's a bunch of headline ones, and there's rumors that like oh like not good with kids or like not paying alimony. Like you're not like a bunch of weird financial reasons and other stuff. This is the worst, and. The crap on the bed is even worse because Amber Heard purposely got Taco Bell beforehand. Oh my <laughs> like, God, that that's this, prison time. Like prison. prison, immediate jail time. Oh my, sent gosh. to jail. This is. I'm not really like. I'm big into like hearing about it and like the most conspiracy. Crazy, like her, like, her, her, like planning ahead to do that yeah, diabolical. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm more into like oh like what's like the headline grabs out of this trial, but like actually like figuring out like who side who like who won and things like that like nah just tell me at the end of the day who pooped on whose bed or who's out of the bed and that's pretty much it yeah like for some reason like we live on movie twitter like being a podcast on movies so we're seeing nothing but like johnny depp praise on our timelines and it just yeah, he's makes me here. wonder he's definitely the winner in the court of public opinion but I love how like there are fandoms and cults that start following these people and they could do the worst things in the world. Johnny Depp could be accused of like murder tomorrow and these people would still love him. They would still make fan camps of him and they would still like be pleading on his behalf to the world. Yet they've never even spoken one word to the man. It's just uh, to me, it's crazy how Twitter operates like that. But it's also amazing. It's such a polarizing social media platform that you have people just overwhelmingly hating on Amber Heard. Like people just absolutely despise this, this woman. I think she, I think she's done. Me too. At, at least, at least for like the near term, medium term, like long term, maybe she comes back from this. Um, but near term, medium term, like five years plus, like done. I don't They're, like, especially Aquaman. Like, holy crap. Like, do they redo scenes? Do they go to that extent? Dude, I like, think they're, I think it's, heading towards that direction which is crazy because this picture is done filming i'm pretty sure i'll come in so too. too but then they got the release they got pushed back to next year right i wonder if that was influenced by amber heard right and also like the the well, happenings within within the dc universe and, and it's got, like another actors. thing another thing i'll say is that all this stuff that we're hearing in the trial we did know a lot of this stuff like pooping in the bed like we did we already knew that but just to hear like Johnny Depp watch Johnny Depp listen to them say that and then Amber Heard watch her reaction it's kind of like awesome <laughs> uh, yeah. it's kind of sick where it's just like wow she has to like live with this now for doing such a terrible deed there's something satisfying in that Ricky Flex oh my god wait so sorry I just I agree but I just typed in Aquaman 2 to Google and then top stories Aquaman 2 petition to replace Amber Heard gains new traction amid a libel trial. I was just going to uh, bring this up. Johnny Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. DC film bomb b- boss testifies against uh, Aquaman star Amber Heard. Oh my God! Against Why Aquaman two was forced to keep Amber Heard. Like there is some like petitions. DC was on the te- like testified in oh this God. trial. Like this. I think I think I think they should reshoot the scenes. I. I- I th- I could see her being in the majority of this movie though. No, I I know. I think they're just going to reshoot it and they're going to replace it. The whole, they're going to do a whole new movie with this. They're going to pull DCEU uh, overhaul. Let's just add this. They're going to the do uh, use this as the catalyst. 
they're going to do a Christopher Palmer replacing KS and for all the money in the world. That's what I think is going to happen. Because like, like Jason Momoa, like Jason Momoa is on the precipice of like, he's already a superstar, but like he's going to be shot into a stratosphere if this movie is successful. I feel he's like gonna be in the next fast he's going to have, he's going to have a lot of say regarding this movie. I feel like, cause he is like, it's, we talk about, character like actors that define or characters that define actors and think about like it's not on the level of like a Hugh Jackman with Wolverine but like he owns Aquaman he is Aquaman no one is going to be playing Aquaman instead of him anytime soon unless yeah, he gets he, a defamation lawsuit where so where he craps on someone's bed but I feel like this movie with Amber Heard in it is going to hurt the picture I can see like enough people getting enough signatures Enough people might boycott this movie in the it's US. Honestly, I can and see in the this, world. This will get more of an impact than Ansel Elgore and West Side Story. Oh, 100%. And this is like you can actually feel like the consequences for a blockbuster movie at this level that has a problematic person like Amber, Amber Herden. I feel like you got to just replace her, redo the scenes, because I think it's going to, you're going to make money hopefully on the movie in the long term. But it's going to cost money to take, like, to reshoot everything. But I mean, people are just clamoring for someone else and they hate Amber Heard with such a passion. People will do whatever it takes to make sure she's not successful. So, and just, I, this is my last point on this Aquaman 2. So, Aquaman 1, the Aquaman, $200 million budget. Okay. So, obviously, it was a huge success. So, the second one will have more than that, obviously. This movie is reportedly, Aquaman 2, the highest budget of any DCEU film to date. Oh, my God. So, this would, so to redo these scenes, Doctor, is just, I think it's impossible. I think it's not like redoing if they reshot West Side Story with the new actor. Like, it's not the same. It's not like all the money in the world replacing the big KS with Christopher Plummer. This is like way like scales are just way too high you can't you gotta do it. do it though it's like the people like i this movie like both the flash and aquaman 2 have like failure written all over them like justice league the joss whedon justice league had a 300 million dollar budget and this is a high is this is higher than that and yeah. they, there's that's like, crazy that's crazy why it, did they invest there's so rumors much of 400 million that's insane that's insane i don't see it being that but probably around 350 330 crazy stupid and speaking of uh i guess outspoken movie fans like elon musk buying twitter for 44 billion right i think it's finalizing this week any thoughts on how movie twitter is going to end up following this major transaction <sighs> i already think movie twitter is crazy i love it but it's crazy some characters on there these characters that were on blacklists are now going to be taken off we're going to see some wild volatile takes more frequently and it's going to become a new more normal. I, I don't see that as necessarily a terrible thing, but at the end of the day, movie Twitter is going to stay movie Twitter. So divisive. Whenever I go on there, uh, if someone posts something regarding Marvel, you're going to have DC people in the replies, right? Yeah, it'll be Spreading the same. hate. It's going to be vice versa. Right. But also this is like, the Amber Heard thing is the one thing on Twitter that everyone is like united with. There is not one single person that will dare like voice their no support one's to on Amber Heard right now. This is like the only time in movie Twitter history where I've seen this happen. Even the Batman, like there's people like that will try and drag it down because they think it's like 
trying to take away what Zack Snyder did and what Adam taking away Affleck and their hate for Warner Brothers. Like Amber Heard, like this, it would be the best PR for Warner Brothers if they announced we decided to take Amber Heard out of Aquaman too. I just, I just don't know. It would be such good PR for them. Yeah, I I just don't see it. All right. It's too hard. So that's our social media talk and uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard segment for the podcast. Let's go on to some movie news here with the checkup. So I want to talk about Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck has seemingly been cast alongside the likes of Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, Robert Downey Jr., Devin Bostick, Matt Damon, Rami Malek, Betty Safdie, Josh Peck, Jack Quaid, and Alden Aaron Reich and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. That's only about a third of the cast. That has been confirmed. Ricky Flex, where has Casey Affleck been? Casey Affleck's been celebrating that Oscar from 2018 still. Is I, it, it's been that long? Oh, my God. I think so, right? Manchester Man, I was, thinking, was I think before it, Joker, 20, and Joker was 2019. Manchester by the Sea, I want to say, is a 2017 film, right? Yeah, so I guess, yeah, 2018 Oscar. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know where he's been, but I have something. 2016. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 2016. So what has he done? I don't even know. Didn't he get um, semi-canceled too? Oh, no. Don't say that. No, he Casey did Affleck? a couple of years ago. I think that's why he, he kind of stepped out of the line. Look that up while I'm telling the story. So two weeks ago, or no, a week and a half ago, I'm eating dinner with uh, my girlfriend's family and her cousins. And her they were uh, on a college tour at Princeton. Okay. Ooh, smart. And they when they were walking around campus, they realized a whole part of campus was blocked off. And they're like, what's going on? And they see a bunch of people walking by in trench coats, like in old fashion, like with the top hats, trench coats, like I mentioned, tan or black, like very old fashioned. And suitcases? Suitcases, like everything. And then one of them, like one of the, like the dad actually like kept, just kept walking, like not trying to be like, not like a stubborn or anything, just like didn't hear anything, just kept walking and like accidentally like walked a little bit barely on set of Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. Okay. So they had no idea they were in a movie at that point. So I see them later that day and they were like, Hey, like we did, we were just at like Princeton and we like, there was a movie shooting and I was like, Oh yeah. Like a beautiful mind was shot there. Like very popular place to shoot a movie. Like not surprising at all. But that's so sick. I was just like, did you see anyone famous? Like, or was it just like a small, like, what are we doing here? They're like, no, this movie was huge. Like so many people were like there. And I was like, okay, like I'm trying to figure out like what movie it was. And then I, 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 I like say some names. And then finally they were like, oh my God, wait, Christopher Nolan, that person looks familiar. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like this is Oppenheimer. This is like the biggest they movie were like, yeah, he, gave, he was giving us the tour. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap. So they literally ran into Oppenheimer and Days later, we get those images of Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Killian Murphy on set. So, like, they were literally on campus the same time as three people that are worth, like, probably a billion dollars, but also three of the biggest movie, like, influencers in the world right now. Crazy. I mean, this, and that, that, this is, like, the central part of movie culture right now is with Oppenheimer's cast. And it's on Princeton's campus. Yeah. That's nuts. We imagine, should go down there. Being a Princeton student, I would be skipping class and just watching the set all day. We should just go down there and like just hover around, just waiting to like we see someone we know. I do want at least one point in the summer 
I want to be an extra in a major movie. I want to figure out how to do that. I know mm. you've tried to do that, Ricky. Flex. I have tried. It's let's. Tough. I tried to do it, but don't look up. That was because I was shooting in Boston. That was yeah. doable. I would and like being a like Leo, Adam McKay, Chris right. Evans, like everybody that's in that movie. And like I would be so quiet. I would just like I literally wouldn't say anything. I would do whatever they said. I would just like want to look and just like you know take in what people like what what's going on and then report back to the driver. Yeah, and I would I would just prefer, I guess to have some type of emotional reaction in the movie that mm. do I show some type of like, I don't want to just be someone standing in the background. I want to react to something. I want something like well, horrifying to happen. And I have to go, oh! or I have to like laugh or I have to like not necessarily cry, but like run for my life. I have to put like show my athletic prowess, like in mm. a major motion picture. Like that's what I want. That's, that's tough my dream. Though. That's tough to get as an extra. That, that, that would mean like, it would probably be like in a huge, like imagine, like I'm thinking, like us, like a huge, like you're at the carnival and it's like a hundred people plus as extras, and then would, something happens and you have to run. That's would, and you wouldn't get seen really. I'd bring my resume and I would like bring my forty time and be like, okay, this is how fast I can run, and I can run right at the camera. I can run away from the camera, left, right. Tell me what to do, but I want to be sprinting as hard as possible during your movie. That's all I want. Um. Okay. So, uh, right, Casey Affleck also got semi canceled for sexual harassment claims. Remember that was like James almost Frank that was during like a little bit after Weinstein and like the Me Too movement, so he kind of got canceled for a little bit. But nice comeback for him. Uh, thinking about his career, like he has been known for a lot of supporting roles. Maybe under his brother, he he had the lead role. If you look at uh, what's that movie? One that Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. I was thinking almost like Gone with Unreal the movie. movie. Check canceled. that out. So Gone Baby Gone, he, him is the lead there under director Ben Affleck. And then you think about him in the supporting roles. You think about him, Good Will Hunting has a breakthrough pretty much with Manchester by the Sea. Well, it was in some other stuff too, but yeah. Yeah, but he was nowhere near an Oscar nominee. He was the supporting roles in the Oceans franchise. And then- uh, Assassin, Assassination of Jesse James. Yeah. And I was thinking he's also like one. what I knew growing up is him in American Pie. Yeah, but like a Manchester by the Sea, it's like, oh my god, like this guy is actually supremely talented. So it's kind of been interesting that he's done nothing the past six years, and now he's coming back with a Nolan film. But now I think about it, he's actually been in a Nolan film before, Interstellar. Yep. Yep. So also, once again, a supporting role there. So I I guess it's very minor. I guess it's going to be something minor again here. But I guess everyone's performance is going to be minor, except for Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt. But I don't know. Good for him. I, I like him. to. I like to see him. Uh, moving on. Netflix has abandoned the plans to develop a bright sequel, but this is unrelated to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Sure. Um, bright. Did you see that movie, Ricky Flex? Do you like it? It's one of the worst movies I've seen that featured like a big time actor. Will Smith has been two of the worst movies I've seen in like Wow Wow West. This one, Bright. Bright. <laughs> bright I, is that bad? I never seen it. Awful. I at least I all right. So Wild Wild West, I, my expectations were super low, and then the, it exceeded that, as in lower, went lower than that. This bright was like that's when like Netflix what was it 2016 movie, like this is when Netflix like boom we're gonna start investing in movies, not just shows. We're gonna start creating our own movie studio, and what's our first one? We're gonna have Will Smith, Joel Egerton starring in a movie, fantasy detective cop movie. And we're, yeah, like we're going to throw, like, what was the budget? The budget was huge on this. It's just like, oh, Netflix is coming to play. 
And this was awful. My expectations were so high. The Rotten Tomato score, I want to guess, is like 29%. Just terrible movie. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, at a $100 million budget. Um, I never saw it. Uh, I was interested in it because uh, I like Will Smith, but I, I was a huge Joel Edgerton guy. And it seems like at this time he had so much momentum as an actor. Like he, uh, him and Warrior was at mid-2010s. And then going along, what else was he in? It Comes at Night and he was in The Gift. It seems like he was like really gaining momentum at that time. But after Bright came in, his career kind of stalled. He was in Love, was it Loving a couple of years ago? Yep. It's an Oscar-nominated film in several categories, I believe. But just to see him... Like, I don't know. It just seems it's kind of sad because I feel like he could have been he, he's going to be in Kenobi in a minor yep. role. He's going to like reprise his role. That's going to be nothing special. It's just mm-hmm. I always pictured him in the in the future of like a Marvel franchise playing a strong supporting character, or even a villain. Potentially, he was like on that trajectory. I, Bright kind of killed everything. Yeah, I agree. Bright kind of did. Hmm. Like he was in uh, the Green Knight last year and he was oh, in the kid. Okay. And I did like him in The King. Well, he was good in The King. I, I guess I guess I'm over exaggerating. I liked there. him in The King, but and I did and the, great the filmmaker roles, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also in Black Mass. We didn't mention that as well. He was the cop. Didn't <laughs> love his character. Terrible accent. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the other one that, that I'm thinking of is The Great Gatsby. Shoot me in the face before I listen to that accent for a whole movie again. <laughs> it's so bad. But the other one was like The Great Gatsby. Is another one I thought of. Oh yeah, he was good in that. I liked him. He was a good yeah. villain. You know? But um, the gift, like he directed it, starred in it, and he was like, he he was a great villain. Like, I, I definitely have higher hopes for him, like in the future, I guess. But thank God, this isn't going to be on his resume. Yeah, I, that would look bad if he did bright too. And Will Smith, man, this is, I people keep saying, and I hear rumors on Twitter that it's not the slap that's costing him these movie roles, but the timing is undeniable. <laughs> like there's a reason like you like what are you trying to tell like if they wanted like will smith well is a bankable star was a bankable star at least like the, like they all of a sudden just don't just start canceling his movies unless something happened and even the right there was a will smith biopic that was on the block for studios like to pick up a script and the fact that no one's picking it up now right it says everything about what's happened with the situation like i like i don't i'm interested because what Will Smith has coming up next, he's playing uh, a, a, a fugitive, a slave fugitive, okay? Yep. And he's going to do it for an Apple TV movie, all right? Uh, already shot well before the Oscars, so we're going to see how that does. But I'm curious, what's going to happen afterwards for him? Is he just going to go on his own hiatus? Because there's also rumors that he might be splitting up with Jada Pinkett Smith, which might Probably. have been the most predictable predictable moment of his life following the Oscars, even more so than him getting banned for 10 years. So I don't know. I just feel like he is kind of in no man's land and we're just going to have to wait this out. But at the same time, this is what he's always going to be remembered for now. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like a man who's responsible for some of the greatest blockbusters of all time. Like when we hear his name, there's no one that's going to forget the slap. That's it's not going to happen. Casey it- Affleck, you, you give some time. Like, okay, people forget about it for a while. Like, you're not as big of a name. Will Smith slapping someone at the biggest stage of movies will never go away, ever. I'm with you. Because, like, it's also, like, there are people 
that were like, oh, he'll never not be the fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then there are people like, oh, he'll never not be like bad, like action star bad boys, Independence Day. And then it's like, oh, like, and then he finally like he made the turn to like, oh, Oscar nominated actor and things like that. And he finally got there with a like you mentioned a biopic. That's like a whole point of it. It's because like his his career is literally like storied. Like it's amazing. It's exactly what you want, like from a kid actor to Oscar winner. But then on the, the Oscar winning, it's just the downfall. And it would be still a great biopic. The next 10 years of his life, let's see what happens. This could be a great biopic in 20 years. Yeah, but, um, Fresh Principal Air. Then you talk about him as a musician. Then Blockbuster the guy, Muhammad Ali. Then, like, <laughs> oh. you, like, this is like kind of, you could wait another 20 years and then you tell this story. Then you start shopping it. Like Because you, you, you have that downfall too. Right. <laughs> like, like, the, like the comeback right, is going to be a key part of the movie. So you got to wait 20 years and hopefully he does something with it. Or if he doesn't, and this is his downfall, I mean, that's also, we can get into, we can get into his kids, like his mom having sex with with his, his kid, like a 20 year old's kid's best friend. Oh my God. The red, red letter box, talks. red table talks, <laughs> the red letter box. <laughs> yeah, the, that, I think the table talks in the scene, the Oscar scene for whoever plays Will Smith could be him crying. Like, oh that's going to be iconic. That's going to be like the moment where the Spider Men like pointed at each other, yes. like to re- recreate the gif. It's going to be someone that's going to recreate the moment where Will Smith was crying at red table talk. Yes, yes, yes. Man, geez, uh, I don't know. Wish the best for the guy, right? We do like to see him in movies, but I don't know. Uh, I guess we just continue with like our this theme on cancellation. We got to talk about what's going on with Aziz Ansari's new film, Being Mortal, which he is starring in and directing. So the production on this movie wrote to adapted off a book. (laughs) Okay, so production on Being Mortal has been suspended after a complaint was made against Bill Murray for inappropriate behavior. So this is the least shocking news, also. It feels like this just lines up super well with what we're discussing. Um, what that behavior was, that's really, I don't know, it wasn't, it didn't go into detail. Uh, people can speculate. And uh, it just feels like you've already heard about Bill Murray's behavior in past films, where he talk about uh, what about Bob, Caddyshack, and like uh, him being high maintenance. So seeing this at this age, it's got to be what, 80? Bill Murray hit, hitting 80 yet? Yeah. He's got to be so like him at this point doing this. I thought he was just going to be more of like, I it's just a likable old man, but he's just, he's still like the person he was like decades ago, you know, seems like he's high maintenance, but he seems like he's worth having in your films. And uh, with him, like with such talented people around him, very funny people in this movie, it just seems like it's, it's kind of a recipe for disaster because he seems like a competitive dude, right. Against other actors. And he also seems like he has almost too much fun on set. So what do you think on Bill Murray and uh, him being semi-canceled at this point in his career? So how old do you think Chevy Chase is? Chevy Chase, 73. Okay. And how old do you think Bill Murray is? Actually, take that back. I think Chevy Chase is older than Bill Murray. I think Chevy Chase is 76, Bill Murray 74. Okay, and then final one, Dan Aykroyd. How old do you think Dan Aykroyd is? 75. <laughs> okay, Chevy Chase is 78. Dan Aykroyd, 69. Bill Murray's 71. Okay. So I'm just putting that in perspective there. And Bill Murray, what do you think of? Obviously, like you've mentioned some of the issues in the past, but 
people that aren't like as ingrained with us, like in the movies as us and what's going on behind the sets, they see like Bill Murray paying tabs at bars, like being fun. Cubs games. Cubs games, uh, celebrity golf tournaments, the works, right? Um, special uh, cameos and movies like Zombieland that are just random. Very cool. Chevy Chase is like, everyone knows he's a jerk. Everybody knows that Chevy Chase was it or is the biggest a-hole in Hollywood. Like everyone knows that even like the non-movie movie hard though. So like what I'm trying to say is like, this is like, might be shocking to people. Like, because of the reports of being handsy. Really? I think, I think this might be shocking to people, but at the end of the day, it's like, Oh, older man, like still ingrained in old Hollywood. Like, but it's Bill Murray. Like they see all these like videos online, like good videos of him, like being nice to people. Like I, like I saw him at MSG, like he's a fan of UConn because of his kid is a his son's assistant coach before that Xavier he goes to those games. So you see him at March madness in the stands. So it's just that persona around him is just so high on like a Chevy chase where it's like, Oh, like this is kind of shocking. But at the end of the day, it's like old Hollywood coming back to bite him a little bit. The handsy is not a good report. This sucks, but it's kind of revealing or it is revealing. I'm not surprised whatsoever. These guys from the early days of SNL, the late seventies were a different breed. When you bring up names, like you said, Ackroyd, think about Murray, Chase, Belushi. These guys were absolute animals. And, uh, <laughs> and then they lived a certain lifestyle. I don't think anyone could ever compare it to not even like maybe just like the biggest rock stars on the planet. Mm. Like these guys seem like, like high energy, high octane for most of their lives. Okay. So like hearing stories like about Bill Murray today, like it doesn't seem like he's really let up that much, you know, I maybe doesn't, he obviously doesn't probably party as hard. He's like 71 years old, but he just has a way he's lived his life for decades upon decades. And as one of the most high profile comedic actors of all time. So like hearing this stuff doesn't really surprise me. Um, yeah. I guess we just get off the cancellation stuff. Let's just move on with the this, yeah, let's just move on with this. Uh, Equalizer 3, starring Denzel, will release on, on September 1st, 2023. To me, this is hilarious. Like, Denzel will get an Oscar nomination every other year. He won't be a part of an MCU or DC project or Star Wars, yet he continues with the Equalizer franchise when there's already a TV show starring Queen Latifah. Like, that's Obviously, there's clips that go viral every other day on that show just because of how horrendous it is and how unrealistic it is with Queen Latifah playing that type of role that Denzel does. But you're a big fan of the Equalizer franchise, Ricky? I'm a huge fan of the first one. Like, the first one's awesome, like, Taken style revenge, but, like, not really revenge, just, like, kind of bored and feels bad. And, like, he just goes back to his roots. Awesome action movie. I love I love the Equalizer. Chloe Grace uh, Moretz as well. Um, in that as well never but, um, seen it just seen scenes pretty cool like it's not like taken level it's like the next step down but it's awesome highly recommend fun popcorn movie but like like denzel's good like it's not like popcorn movie like bad it's popcorn movie it's a good movie it's just not like you know it's an action movie but um equalizer two and eh, i kind of wanted to stop there equalizer three unless it gets the reviews that the first one got or just like someone tells me like oh this is fun like I'm not going to go see this. Yeah. So I, I was just looking on streaming to see whether it's, it can be seen anywhere and it can't be, but it's a popular FX film. 
Am I right about that? Yes. Like, it seems yes. like it's on big, like FX TNT FX cable movie for sure. Every time it, it's on, I have to turn it on to see what scene is that because the action sequences and some of them are incredible. Yeah, it just makes me. I'm just curious that I, like at this point of like huge IP, Denzel refuses to sell out and join a major superhero <laughs> franchise. He's like, I am going to continue this Liam Neeson esque run and just continue with the Equalizer. Right, it's a man who just sticks to his guns, and uh, I respect two that. guns. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that I'm seeing that one. Uh, to wrap up the checkup, uh, let's talk about Across the Spider Verse being delayed to next year, June second, twenty twenty three. This is a heartbreaker. Um, this movie has been delayed numerous times already. We had the trailer a few months back over the winter. For Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, we found out it was going to be a two-part movie. So the fact that we have to wait for Part 1 for basically a whole year and then wait for Part 2 a year after, it just it's super sad because you recognize Sony, what they're doing with Spider-Man. Does this play into like the fact that they have to have a Spider-Man movie every five years? Does this play into the fact that Morbius seemed to be a um, a disappointment in mm. terms of crit- uh, Critical acclaim, okay at the box office. I certainly wouldn't claim it as a major success, but I think this is terrible for fans of Spider-Verse and Sony. I'm starting to question even more how they're running the studio. Madam Web also got pushed back. And this and I should mention Equalizer under the Sony umbrella as well. So these are all like together, like all these pushbacks and delays. So what are your thoughts on Spider-Verse being delayed a whole year? Tragic. It's tragic. Um, for me, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, like we're still on the buzz from No Way Home. They could probably push this out, close the gap between part one and part two, which this does close that gap as well between the two movies because they both get delayed, but the second one didn't get delayed to the same like time frame. So that's a positive coming out of a huge negative here because we're all looking forward to this movie. This is was very high on, I, th- I think, I forget who drafted it, but we this was both in the draft, like one of us drafted it for the most anticipated movies of the year, for sure. I think I did. Yeah, so top 10 most anticipated movie of the year, just gone like that, sucks. But I think at the end of the day, this isn't like the DCEU pushing back a movie, right? Like if the DCEU was pushing back a movie, like that's like, mm, like kind of expected or it makes you worried. This one's like, I still trust, I still trust the Spider-Verse here. I trust them enough. Like I'm, it's still going to be great. It's just disappointing because you you want to see it quick uh, as quickly as possible. So I still trust it. I don't see anything shortfalls or pitfalls with it with the delay here. I'm just more disappointed. Yeah, it's going to come out five years after into the Spider Verse. When you put it like that, came out in 2018. We're going to have a sequel for an animated Spider Man film coming out five years later in 2023. I think it just it's going to build the anticipation, but it also. Like it, it better freaking deliver. It better deliver. We waited five it, it, years for an animated Spider-Man. Sequel. It has to. It, it has to. You're and right. like the people that were drawn to this movie, like a lot of teenagers love this movie. It has that animated quality to it. Spider-Man like relates to the also um, a wider demographic like Spider-Man. This is also like a African-American slash Hispanic like led character. So like you want to like make sure you keep up the liveliness of this audience. Like you want to make sure they're still drawn. I know it's like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you're going to see the movie anyway, but 
I feel like you got to capitalize a lot sooner from when the first one was successful. Like these kids are getting older. They're going to be like, oh, it's just still cool. It's just cool. You know what I mean? If you're not a big movie guy or movie girl. So I don't know. I want it sooner rather than later. It looks like I'm not going to get my wish. Uh, but that's going to do it for the checkup this week. Uh, I do want to move on to a quick trailer roundup before we send you off on your way. So Pixar's Lightyear. New trailer is released. The film's going to release on June 17th in theaters, not on Disney+. Plus. Take that. I think we have seen enough of this movie where we know, okay, Zerg's in it. But it's also been confirmed that this is a movie that Andy saw in the Pixar, in the Toy Story universe that inspired him to get the Pixar toy. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. That means that Andy was watching a movie that looks more realistic than his own world. Right? That's kind of true. But I no, I, th- I think it's like a futuristic movie. Like if Andy's watching a futuristic movie, you know, like how we, like we watch futuristic movies, but it's also like kind of, it's not a, it's like action star, action hero. So obviously they're going to have toys and then he buys the toy. That so makes that, sense. Is this technically a live action movie for Andy then, or is this an animated movie for Andy? Animated movie. But for is it? Oh, wait, no, no. It would be live action. It's live action. For yeah, Andy. it would be live action. It looks just like everything around him. It would be live action. You're right. It would be but live action. So it's a live action movie for Andy. We're watching a live action movie for within the Pixar world, but it's animated. Right. <laughs> We got it. We figured it out. I, I wish that they just said it just stands on its own. Why did they have to say it's connected? We're getting to too story? deep. I like. I deep. knew this was going to like cause some controversy with this movie. When they said that, they should have just said we're just making a Buzz Lightyear movie, uh, just like Space Ranger, right? The series that we watched mm. growing up as kids. Yes, that wasn't connected to anything. Was like it was just like Star Wars. I mean, not Star Wars. Uh, it's like Buzz Lightyear just has his own series as if he was a character. Just like we play with like Star Wars action figures or Star Wars movies. That's exactly what it should be. Uh, but they add the confusion when you put it into a different universe. It's like this type of like cinematic universes that everyone's so obsessed with. And now it kind of ruins how I'm going to view the movie in some ways. Where I'm just like, damn, now I'm going to be thinking about this in the back of my mind when I review it. It's going to piss me off. I don't, I don't know if I will, but I think like hearing the news it pisses me off a little bit, but when I watch the movie, it's not going to be in the back of my mind. But unless fr- they bring it up. Unless at the end we get a post-credit scene. Of That's what I think is going to happen, Ricky. That's what then I mean. I'll, man, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Like they show Andy, it's going to be like a post-credit where like the credits start rolling on the movie and then it'll zoom out and it's going to be Andy watching the credits, turning to his mom and saying. Crap. They're so doing that. And They're turn, doing that. It's going to turn to, he's, he, Andy's going to turn to his mom and say, Mom, I want this toy, and it's gonna have Woody right next to him, and he's gonna like look at the camera, John oh Krasinski style, in the office. You're right. <laughs> you, you just you did it. I like it, I, it might be in the movie. Shock that it, it might not. That. It, it could like we talked about post credits. That might be the end of the movie. Like that's what I'm saying. Credits. So it's that's- like credits start rolling, zoom out. He's watching the credits for the zone for the movie that they Inception style. Mom, I need this Buzz Lightyear to Infinity Beyond. Woody looking at the camera with death. Or, or, or he just like points at like Buzz Lightyear and like looks at it at her mom. So they don't have to say anything. So like voice acting, like nothing comes back. And we get Woody like being next to him. 
Right. That definitely. And like the zoom in on Woody. They aren't, aren't going to be able to help themselves. They can't. They, <laughs> do God. You think, Ricky, do you think there's going to be like a Woody like spinoff after this? If this movie's successful, you know how like and I was watching, I don't judge me, but I was starting to watch Toy Story 2. It was like 11 o'clock. I was like, I'm going to watch Toy Story 2. Why would I ever judge you and, for that? <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said that. If it was Toy Story Four, like, I would. Yes, that's different. But do you think you know how they had like in Toy Story Two? There's like a whole world built around Andy, where you got um the Prospector and Jesse. Like, could you see if Lightyear's successful, they do the same thing for another character like Woody? Would that happen? People, are no, because they'll interested? do it. They'll do a Disney Plus series. Not with Tom Hanks. No, it wouldn't be with Tom Hanks. But uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Just Disney Plus animated series. Now he wants his own movie for Woody. He's iconic. But you, it's like you know, you got the cowboy, you have the different side characters <laughs> oh, and Rick. missions. Rick. Like I could definitely see a Woody TV series, a yeah. Disney Plus series. Let's come on, man. I, I think that's better. I'm, I'm, in, honestly, I'm in a black hole. I'm, we're going in a black hole right yeah, it's now. Not, it's not gonna happen. No. Right? Here's what's five gonna years be. later. Most black holes are formed when a supergiant star dies and gravity causes it core to collapse into itself creating a super dense center that pulls matter and energy into it. The defining feature of a Hold black up. hole is the appearance of an event horizon in 2014 a boundary. Alexa, stop. Did you pick up all that that just happened? There's going to be a Woody TV series. That no. confirms it. Well, it <laughs> confirms it's it. just going to happen. Amazon just picked it up. Listen, just, Ricky, listen. Gonna here's what's going to happen. Buzz Lightyear movie. We're going to get a Woody movie. All right. And then we're going to get a a team up and we're going to get a Cowboys versus aliens animated style. Oh, all right. Woody now, and Buzz. It's over. All right. It's that's over. Do uh, have we done a thermometer predictor for light year? Mm, probably, but I forget we could do another one. Let's do another one. What do you think light is going to register on rotten tomatoes? Mm. Mm, it's a tough one. If, before this shower, I would have gone higher, but now I'm like, I'm in disarray now. Um, could be too many things going on here to push it in the 90s. So I'll go, I'll go 88. Okay. I have 85. I have 85 with this movie. Um, they're going to screw something up. They're going to yeah, screw something they, up. It's they too got, beloved yeah. of a character. It's too beloved of a character. People are going to have Zerg, criticism. They might do something. Yeah. It could be, it could get a little funky and they might not honor Toy Story the way it should be. Um, so that's going to do it for episode 94 of the Drive-In Podcast. Make sure that you are tuning, tuning into our feed all week. Uh, we had a double review release on Monday. We had Robert Eggers, the Northman, and then Nicholas Cage's The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Two very exciting movies that you can only see in theaters. So make sure you jaunt out, you check them both out. And the, and the reviews, they're spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. So make sure you tune into those. Uh, tomorrow we have a very special draft for the most anticipated TV shows for the remainder of 2022 in honor of Barry that came out this past week. And then with the upcoming, uh, the band, uh, what's the name of the series? The offer under, under the banner of heaven, excuse me, with Andrew Garfield. And then the Godfather series, the offer debuting on and the Paramount flight attendant. <laughs> no, <laughs> cut it there. <laughs> but why we're doing it, a lot of great TV coming out. Uh, speaking of great TV, make sure to check out our uh, Moon Knight recap, episode five. That's going to be dropping Thursday. Okay. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 95. Until next time, we will smell you.